Come be a part of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics with your host, Dr. Ed Holliday. Hear the voices of liberty speaking all across America. Doc Holliday provides thought-provoking interviews and commentary about the issues and actions that are afflicting this country and what we need to do to get America back on track. Get fired up. Get inspired. Get on board with Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics right now. Once again, that's the sound of rock cracking. You've got Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. And what's going to make the world of politics crack and crash down? Well, all kind of interesting things are going on. we got a war in Ukraine and a war in Israel. And we got the 2024 presidential election coming up. So how do we explain what kind of insights are you not hearing? Well, you're not hearing what you're going to hear on this week's show because we got Daphne Barack and Bill Ganasty. I'd say they're one of the world's top power couples. We've had them on before. We're glad to have them back. And so uh, we're going to do a part one and part two. So this is part one with uh, Daphne Barak. He is a global leader across international news cycles, particularly renowned for groundbreaking interviews with top political and cultural icons. She is a prolific television and film producer. She is the driving force behind award-winning documentaries that uncover key political and cultural interdependencies across global organizations. She's been on before on our show, her and Bill both, and we're glad to have them back as good friends and guests of this show to give us insights and insider information that we can't get anywhere else, and you can't either, but you've got a great interview to listen to. So here, here we go. Let, let's talk about you and Bill. I mean, you you fly around the world, not 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 to tour, but because you you uh, make things happen and you interview people. But uh, what what do you see going on now with uh, Gaza and Israel, Hamas? Jeez, you know we have uh, we have two. I love about supporting Robert Kennedy Jr. as a JFK and his brother RFK kept the world in peace. They even communicated with Khrushchev, the leader of Russia behind the back of CAA's, Bobby's uh, daughter, uh, Bobby's sister, and RFK daughter, Carrie Kennedy, told me behind the back of CAA because they didn't trust CAA, did not want war, right? Yep. Now, Ed, we have two wars in the world, Ukraine, Israel, Gaza. Right. And they're both escalating right now with the Congress not giving uh, money to Ukraine. And there are many reasons. I know corruption and everything on the other hand. Yeah. We have to stand up to put it. So we are, we are, I don't know what will happen there, right? Israel, Gaza, Bibi Netanyahu, simply, simply, I, I feel so bad to say that, but it's it's just fact. Simply miscalculated so bad that he gave money to the Hamas every month, Ed. Mm. Cash, $28 million, went in suitcases by Mr. Almadi, the envoy of Qatar to Gaza. Mm. And they, because no banks could take Hamas money to Hamas after 9-11, it went by from Qatar uh, in cash, $28 million. 
and it went to Netanyahu's office in Tel Aviv, in the Kiryat. They counted the money. They saw it's okay. And the Israeli IDF gave protection to, to the cars to go to Erez. That's the border with Gaza. Otherwise, you could not do that. And Bibi knew it was for Hamas, of course. In fact, a few times the suitcases were late and Hamas started to send rockets. Oh, <laughs> like, okay, that, I mean, hello. So is this, if this is not hash money, now Bibi's whole concept was he didn't want two states, like Oslo and everything. So he said, oh, I'm going not to talk to Abu Mazen, although he started to talk to Abu Mazen, he embraced it, he hugged him, my, my friend. I'm not going to talk to Abu Mazen, the Palestinian leader, so there will be no two states. I will continue to build settlements. Now, Donald Trump was very helpful because Jared Kushner's father has placed in the settlements the ex-ambassador, American ambassador to Israel, David Friedman, actually lived in one of the settlements. So <clears throat> they were pushing it. Nobody was talking, right? Mm -hmm. Trump, to his his big credit, okay. Trump knew the money all going to Hamas, also what he was going to Abu Mazen, the Palestinian, he stopped it. So now, and that, back, you know, back, Daphne, you know how he stopped it? He just said, hey, you know what's going on? It's got to stop for Exactly. And I, and I mean, Jared and I are talking to Trump. He did the right thing. When Biden took over, uh, he was elected in November, right, 2020. And uh, after the, soon after January 20th, 20th in um, 2021, he authorized $15 million to Abu Mazen, to Palestinian, and then another 75. So by April, $90 million went to the Palestinians. Do you know how much from that went to Hamas, just protection, mafia, whatever? I mean, probably, I don't want to say anything, but... The rumor is that ten percent went to Abu Mazen and his friends for corruption. Eighty percent went to Hamas protection. Maybe five or ten percent left went to the poor Palestinians. Really, really, are the victims because they're caught in between. Absolutely. So the whole idea is, and Netanyahu thought, okay, I'm going to get West Bank separated from Gaza, so there's no Palestinian state. West Bank, I don't want to deal because I'm putting the settlement. Gaza, I think Hamas is a great partner. Who's, how can a terrorist attack organization be a great partner when terror, by definition, is to kill, to slaughter, to uh, crazy. And, and they, were, they were so smart to, to get him sleepy because he has his own problems, legal problems, whatever. <laughs> he can go to jail. I mean, it's three very, very, very difficult cases. So he said, oh, let me just make them sleep. And meanwhile, it just I'm just ending this segment by saying, how could it happen? This was 50 years anniversary for Yom Kippur. Exactly 50 years, yeah. October 7th, October 6th. And everybody, there was, there was a great film, Golda, right now in Hollywood. Everybody was talking about how did, didn't Israel know? How didn't CIA? How didn't Mossad? How did Shin Bet know? Because King Hussein of Jordan did did uh, alert Golda, but nobody, nobody believed it. Israel was so euphoric from the Six Days War victory. Now here, 50 years later, I know Michael McCall, the chairman of, of uh, uh, the Foreign Committee of uh, the Congress, is a good friend of Bill and I. We talked about it. Egypt did alert Israel 
CCD, President Sisi did alert Israel that there are lots of movement and something is happening. Some people inside uh, uh, IDF, you know, the intelligence and everything. Right. I mean, the junior people next to the borders, they say, what's going on? Why are they moving all the time? Why? They made Israel sleep because they were moving all the time. They said, oh, it's like a wolf wolf. And the end, and the wolf came. And Bibi didn't want to hear about it. I know that the chief of joint staff, Herzliya Levy, asked to meet with him and alert him. And he refused. It was inconvenient to his concept. Uh, so, I mean, and... A200 is a unit in, in the Israeli IDF who is listening to everything. And I know that because bizarrely or no, as much as I'm a proud American and I look so glamorous, I did serve in the Israeli army. And I did serve in, in A200. Uh, and it's a brilliant thing. They listen to everything. They were told for some reason a year or so before to stop listening to Hamas. Oh my goodness. For real. I mean, oh my God, exactly, right? Mm. Well, it, it is a mess over there, and I, I, I pray for uh, pray for the whole situation. And, and the hostages, the hostages, that's the problem, because the Israelis could go Air Force and the, whatever, but we have, we, we they released only some of them. I still think we have a UK, Thailand, people from Thailand were released. I don't know about all US, I have to check. I know that people from UK still, uh, Israelis, of course. And by the way, we are all children of God. It doesn't matter where we're coming from. We're talking about women that we know they've been terrible rapes. Terrible. Absolutely. I mean, they, I mean, but they raped a woman, raped women like 17 times. They, 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 her pelvis was broken in front of her parents and they shot her. They shot them. They baked a baby in the, in the oven. I mean, I mean, things that I, I wouldn't even think. And I'm so glad my friend Steven Spielberg is documenting it right now because who would have thought that? Because people are saying, oh, it didn't happen. But it's filmed. It's filmed. Right. Uh, so, I mean, I, uh, I'm i just very, very worried about the hostages. Um, we went, my husband and I, we have our glamorous life. So we went uh, to have lunch at St. Vincent Bungalow. You know what it is? It's... Uh, no, your your viewers would. It's the number one club that nobody can get in Los Angeles. I mean, it's very expensive, but you have to be somewhere. So we went there with friends, and we just wanted to have another afternoon. And a woman came and she said, "I want you to come to the conference room in St. Vincent Bogolo. It was last week. We have seven members of the hostages families there. So we all left. It was and it was heartbreaking. I mean, each one had a a t-shirt with one hostage. I gave my number to the one who who was a roommate of Noah, the one who was saying, don't kill me. She's still a beautiful woman, still hosted. I don't know if she's raped. I don't want even to think about it. And they told us stories which are usually not shared in the media for obvious reasons. It was so heartbreaking that we couldn't leave. And at the end, I saw, I mean, Lenny Kravitz was there. I mean, they were very famous people. It's a club. None of us went back to to the lunch because we, we couldn't, who could eat afterwards? So I just have to share with you that I am being offered right now. The only interview is a Hamas leader and I may do it before I come back. It's a consideration for my media owners, like the networks and papers, because on one hand, it's such an important interview and probably the biggest even behind. On the other hand, do you give a voice to the devil, right? Actually just 
tell about that? Do you talk? Of course, we always say you got to talk to anybody. If you, need to, <coughs> you talk to the devil, or I mean, uh, an animal. And you have to. Call, I mean, if look, <clears throat> as humble as I am, if my interview can save even few hostages, I should do that, right? Uh, it just uh, to talk to a mastermind of such evil, and we saw there. Their, uh, the ways they are training the children to go and kill. And uh, they basically what they say, they're, they're basically suicidal bombers, all of them. And uh, they're brainwashed. And, and uh, these young people who don't even know that, that it's satanic to, to, to rape dead women, to, put a, 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 to behead children. I mean, to, to even capture children. Who ever heard about catch, capturing babies? The, the, the atrocities are so bad. I, I don't know. I know in the New Testament, Bible where they talk about you know the God to put words on your lips. So if you do get that uh, possibility, I, I hope the words on your lips will be able to do. Uh, I don't know. Uh, somebody like that's a broken record. I mean, they they can't change. Their heart is so hard. I I, I don't know. If there's any redemption. There's no redemption for something. I mean, it's kind of by the way. It's not against Israelis. They, they captured everything, American, Thailand, everything, Germans, whatever. Uh, I'm just scared what's the next thing, because the problem with Hamas, it's ideology, very sick, sickening, hateful ideology. So I'm scared that here in America, in UK, in Germany, uh, there will be just somebody, I mean, when you're a suicidal bomber, you have nothing to worry about. So just somebody would just, run into a crowd who do the same thing and shout Allah Akbar, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm the, and, and I'm very, very, uh, what do you think about the anti-Semitism? I mean, I'm shocked because I am Jewish. I'm not practicing. I tell you, I don't go to synagogues. I don't do Yom Kippur. I'm sorry to say it or whatever. Uh, and I respect every, every religion, Hindu, Muslim, Christian. I think we're all children of God and my religion is one. Uh, I treat everybody the way I want them to treat me. I think it covers everything. Don't cheat, don't don't murder, don't, you know. But it's the first time some of my friends in Hollywood started to say, I'm a proud Jew, I'm a proud Jew, uh, which I am too. I mean, and I think the problem is that it's surfing that anti-Semitism anti didn't start on October 7th, okay? It was there. It was there. We were sleeping. We didn't see that. We were... Uh, I mean, racism didn't start with George Floyd. It was suddenly there. Suddenly we all watched it, right? I mean, this is very dangerous. And uh, it's people are not educated. People are, are, are ignorant. And and I'm glad, I'm very glad that some of my friends has enough money to pull out the money out of the universities because what was going on there, right? Uh, but it's just... Uh, Wow. It's scary. It's scary seeing that Jewish students are scared to walk in Harvard. And that's in the United States. We have Jewish students afraid to to go to school. I mean, I, I have a friend of mine, Lee Trink. He was a president of Virgin Records, and uh, he then became the manager of uh, Kid Rock. He's part of Kid's success. Kid is a friend of mine. Kid, of course, is in charge. He. I have a very close friend, and he was actually at the set Vincent Bulgalo that day. I was, what are you doing here, right? We hugged. He's a very close friend of my husband and I. Ever since October 7th, he's, he founded the biggest gaming company. 
ever since October 7th, he left everything. He's just working to do to do a 503, a non-profit to educate against anti-Semitism. And, uh, and, uh, and he started putting on Instagram instead of gaming and everything. I'm a proud Jew, happy Hanukkah, whatever. It's awakening for everybody. But, you know, today it's against, yesterday it's against blacks and still is. Today it's against Jews. Tomorrow it's against Spanish, against anything. It's it's very, very, very dangerous. Uh, I don't know when we, where we're driving to it. Well, I know we live in some dangerous times that could get a lot worse in, here in America. I hope not, but it's take, it'll take people educating, and I'm glad you're talking about it because people need to understand how serious it is. And let me try, I know you got to leave because you're about to journey, but what? tell me a little bit your thoughts about the 2024 presidential election. Hey, Daphne, before you uh, share about the 2024 presidential election, let me just take this time to remind our listeners you're listening to us right here on Web Talk Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Ed Holliday, and we're talking to Daphne Barak and Bill Ganasty. Now, we may put this in interview part one and part two because we just got so much good information coming from Daphne. So we're going to have Bill on part two, it looks like. But I want you to know that I have been searching <laughs> for a better solution ever since the Affordable Care Act. When the Affordable Care Act came out, I remember I was promised I would save money, and if I liked my doctor, I could keep my doctor. All kind of stuff like that. Listen, I've been searching for 14 years for a better solution, and I found it. It checks the boxes of what I want to see in health coverage. And so uh, I want you to go to a website. If you... Are paying for your own insurance. If you if you are an employer, a small uh, employer, a small business, or even a big business, there they are solutions. And if you want to find out more, you can go to the website that's uh, highlighted on my page on the WebTalkRadio.net for this show. As it details this show with uh, Daphne Barak and Bill Ganasty, just go there and there is a link. Just hit that website. And you can get a quick quote and see how much you could be saving. So go there. And if you can't find that, uh, you can email me. Go to that web page and it has an email link. Email me and I can send out that link to you because it is fascinating on what I'm going to be able to save for 2024 from what I was paying on my medical insurance premiums every month. Every month. So go there. Check out that website. Now, we are talking to uh, Daphne Barak, and I just asked her about the elections of 2024, the presidential election. So, Daphne, have uh, you changed your mind? I oh, Look, look, I, I have not changed. I mean, I, I, I've evolved. I was to deal with Clinton at my home, famously for my husband's birthday. And I had the Al Garfinkel and Russell Simmons and everybody. And Donald was a Hillary supporter. And, you know, things evolved. Uh, uh, when I, of course, when I naturally supported Trump in 20, 2015, Hillary was not happy. So, so what? Right. Uh, but Donald uh, has been my friend for a long time. I think he's a very smart man. Uh, I think, as I saw that 2016, he was the right man. I think uh, I'm blunt. I'm, not, I'm a top interviewer. What, what can I lose? I don't see that America as a superpower should have to eight years old running for president, right? With, with lots of baggages. I mean, he has his own baggages. 
Biden in his own baggages. This is crazy. There's a people. It's it's elderly abuse. They should just go and enjoy and play. One should play golf. The other one should be on the beach reading books. <laughs> uh, I mean, really. And 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 Donald. Uh, I know he slammed uh, Megan Kelly, and and it, but Donald is bright. Is bright. But uh, he has done some mistakes, which raise questions about his age. And all these trials. Look, I, I know that I just had, had to go one day for a trial to testify for somebody as a witness and I didn't sleep for five nights, right? So I think all this trial, like 90, I don't know, 90 charges, whatever, it affects him, we know that, uh, and should affect him. You know, we're all human beings. Uh, I know he's running for his life because he needs to run for legal reasons and also he believes in it. And he did great things as a president. The last year, in my opinion, was not, was as chaotic as you say, as could be. and. I'm very bothered by January 6th. I always said that. Uh, and I'm very bothered by it. And it should not happen in a democracy. Uh, and even if he did not initiate it, he could have stopped it. And we, both, we everybody knows that. And we are friends of, of him and his family, but that's my opinion. And uh, I think, like I thought, that Hillary was a breath of fresh air for 2008. And I saw that Donald was a breath of fresh air for 2016. I do think that Robert Kennedy Jr. is a breath of fresh air for now. He is becoming more and more popular. He's leading among the independents right. above Trump and Biden. Um, he's the most likable candidate because neither Biden nor Donald are likable unless you're MAGA or, or, or very... <clears throat> higher than their approval. And, and, he's, and he's very... Uh, a misunderstood, I already corrected you these two interviews that I did with him and Cheryl Hines, his beautiful actress wife, which is amazing, uh, which were, of course, on, a, uh, you know, The Sun, Sunday Times, I, um, uh, Talk TV, Murdoch, uh, uh, Daily Mail, the biggest paper in the world, uh, uh, GB News, and uh, and uh, Bill, Bill, my husband, as a most popular political column in the Daily Mail, so he wrote amazing and uh, uh, opinionated articles about why he's a white guy and got amazing surprise. I think with Biden on one end, with Kamala, everybody knows if Biden is a, a, a elected, Kamala will take over. And then she's the most unlikable and hated by, by some blacks candidate. And, and that's a problem. Uh, Donald uh, is a problem because he's right now in a revenge mode, so he's not really about what can I what can I do for the country. It's like even his platform is all I, me, me, and my victim. I'm a victim, and poor me. It sounds like Britney Spears. Look, look what they did to me, right? I mean, really. And I I speak to Britney Spears and her family, right? So I mean, what are we talking about? It's about us, homelessness, immigration, violence, wars in the world. What are we? Economy, economy, economy. But Kennedy does have that. He does have a very, very wide range platform, which I talked to. He's not anti-vaccination. He is vaccinated. His kids are vaccinated. He's just saying, let's do a research about side effects. And some of my friends, top doctors, who have children with autism, say, hey, let's do that. I also don't know what we put in our body or your body. Like, let's, you're a doctor, you know that. So he's not against it. He's about keeping the world in peace, keeping American boots out of places. Uh, I mean, he's about environment. Uh, he's very moderate about abortions and that stuff, you know, accommodating. And I have to tell you one thing, 
there's not been a glamour in the White House since Camelot, right? Uh, really not. Uh, and uh, I mean, Reagan and Nancy tried to get some, but, right? And I, I am friends with all the Kennedys, even the one who feud him. By the way, not everybody feuds him. There will be three members of his family. I'm not talking his children, everything. People you think of feuding them are coming to the birthday parties that Bill and I are hosting. Okay. So, but, and, one, and his sister is the one who asked me to help him. And she's the one who wrote the letter against him because she's working for Biden. So what do you want, right? We understand that. And she loves him. Basically, she's with me every day. How is it going? I was campaigning. <laughs> so I saw there was an event in San Diego a few weeks ago, and there was a Christianing for a Robert Kennedy sheep. It was very interesting for me and Bill because such a historical event you don't see <clears throat> every every day, right? And basically, so all the RFK, Robert Kennedy's children was there. And we saw, and I'm friends with, with some of them for years. They, not everybody of the children, this next generation of JFK, RFK had this magic, right? John Jr. had it. I had a couple of dinners with him. He had it. I look at the rest of the children. Caroline is my friend. She's our ambassador in Israel. Of course, she has to attack him because she's a Biden nominee. But she doesn't have the Kennedy effect. John Jr. did. I look when Kennedy text messaged me, I'm on my way. Bill and I were already there with VIPs and congressmen and everything. Nancy Pelosi was with us, uh, Secretary of uh, Navy. I looked when Ian Sherrill walked in. There was a wow factor. They have the Kennedy effect. He looks like a Kennedy. He's charismatic. He is very, I told him, Bobby, uh, I told Cheryl and Bobby, I, I have three, four donors here. You need to say he immediately jumped. I immediately was very personal, very genuine. He has it. I, I, you cannot take it from him. Daryl Issa, my friend, senior Republican congressman, he comes to see us every few weeks for lunch. He said, Duff, you're right. He has it. There's nothing you can do. Uh, and I think uh, for... Uh, so I, I, I do see surging. We are raising money for him. Bill and I are going to do commercials for him, which he needs. And... Um, Will he be a president? I know that both sides are considering him off the record for other roles because he's he will decide which one is winning. He's like, they're so tight. Uh, I know it personally because they're talking to me. Is he considering it at the time? No, he's running for president. He think he can win. Everything can happen with this very, very bizarre election. But if he does win, he will be a very good president much younger, very fit. Yep. He's going to be 17 by birthday, but he looks 50. He doesn't drink. Uh, he eats very healthy, exercises. Uh, and he's very kind. I have to tell you, uh, uh, I had a little bit of a medical scare. I didn't want him to know. And his sister told him, none of the people around me told him. He text messaged me and, and called me. Why didn't you tell me? He called the bill. Text message means even in, in the middle of the night, everything. And um, he, he's, a, he's a man with a face. He's praying every day. And uh, I think it wouldn't be that bad to have another candidate in the White House. Well, I, I see your enthusiasm. And I know my listeners, that's what they don't know what to think about RFK Jr. And I, I've talked about him because he was his dad. Uh, Bobby, when I, I was seven years old, I told this to Bill yesterday, but 
when I was seven years old, I got interested in presidential politics then, and I was a big Bobby Kennedy fan. And I, I'm telling you, in 1968, to be a big Bobby Kennedy fan in Mississippi oh. not, was not a good stand to take. But I was yeah, I can ta- I can say that right. <laughs> but uh, but I and I cried when uh, you know when when he was assassinated. I mean it. Really- and Bobby told me in the in my famous interview, he spoke only one time about the time that he learned about his uncle's assassinations and his father. It's my famous interview, which you, you just Google the Daily Mail, Daphne Barak, RFK, but it was all over. And what people don't know, yeah, he said that when his uncle died, um, his ma- mother came to pick him from school in the middle of the day, and he saw the flag going down, and he said, what happened? And his mother said, a bad person shot your uncle. So could you imagine he was like nine years old? When his father died, he was 14. And people don't know. They think that it happened immediately. Apparently, RFK did not die immediately. He was dying in the hospital. So they flew him in Hubert Humphrey's plane. And he died in his arms. Really? Just imagine. Yeah. Wow. So my mantra for the Robert Kennedy Jr. Um, 70s B-Day, which, again, you're, you can still buy tickets, although we have only 200 tickets are we are selling so fast uh, I mean they're asking us to to add but I wanted to be intimate and VIP and everything um my mantra is that a bullet can kill a man but it cannot kill a dream absolutely we know that from um, you know Martin Luther King jr yeah which was which was assassinated the same year yeah just a few people apart and and uh, yeah Junior's dad was really instrumental in helping calm the nation. After yeah, that. and then and then he. Uh, <clears throat> uh, real, I mean, really, it was just about a month apart, just weeks. It's about four, what, four or five weeks apart. There, yeah, yeah. Well, Daphne, I, I know you are packing, and I appreciate your time. No, and you're such a dear friend, and uh, definitely you're invited for the green room. For the VAP media, um, uh, this is not uh, about a fundraiser. Yes, we are fundraising money for him. But by the way, don't forget, people don't know, and you may know because you're educated. The happy birthday, Mr. President. That was a a, fun, a huge fundraiser for President John Kennedy in Madison Square Garden. So all of them, Donald, Biden, Bobby, what they're doing, everything has to be campaign money or tax money. You know that. I mean, they're running for president. You need a lot of money. However, uh, it is a birthday, and we're going to produce a very historical uh, evening with Wawa, Avava, a room, and performances, and uh, light moments. We know it's a birthday, you know, it's a celebration. Uh, so, yeah, uh, and uh, we'll be very happy to have you there. Well, thank you, Daphne, and wow, what a great uh, interview, giving us some information that I've never heard before, and you were asking, where's Bill Ganasty? Well, (laughs) the other half of this power couple uh, we're going to have on in our next show, uh, because it's just so much fascinating information, so uh, Bill Ganasty will be part two of our interview with uh, uh, Daphne Barak and Bill Ganasty, and We thank you for listening to us. Hey, let me remind you, Doc Holliday has 
a new novel out in a series. It's called Hatchie Series. The first novel is called Hatchie, Keeper of the Secret. And the book number two has come out, Hatchie, The Golden Chalice. And you can go to hatchiebooks.com, www.hatchiebooks.com to find out more and get your copy. We wish you'd order one or order them both now. And you say, how to spell the word Hatchie? I'm glad you asked. It's H-A-T-C-H-I-E, hatchiebooks.com. And we will be here next week bringing you Bill Ganasty in part two of this uh, Power Couples interview with insights. You're not going to hear other places, but you're hearing it right here on Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. We'll see you on the next show with Bill Ganasty and all his interesting uh, ideas, his interesting insights, and you will not want to miss that show. Thanks for joining us today, and remember to listen again next week for another edition of Doc Holliday's Rock Splitting Politics. You can order Ed's new book, Bedrock Truths, by clicking on the book cover right in front of you on the screen, or visit DocHolliday.org. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week.